Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Better Advertising with Better AMS. I am your host, Justin Knuckles, along with my co-host, Destiny Wishon. Hello, Destiny. Hello, hello. How are you? Doing well today. How are things going on your side? Good. We are almost two weeks post Prime Day, which I think is going to open up a lot of our discussion today. But I'm a little bit relieved that we're through the absolute chaotic period, but it never stops. So things are going well. (laughs) Yes, yes. It seems like the dust has finally settled from Prime Day and the craziness around that week. And we'll get into a little bit about the performance, what we've seen afterwards from Prime Day a little bit later on. And stick around to the end of the show. We have a little freebie. We're going to give away a checklist on the Prime Day strategies that we think are a must-have for any kind of deal event like Prime Day or even the upcoming Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So stick around. Let's get into it. Destiny, how did you feel about Prime Day? What did you see? You know, I actually felt a lot better than I expected. I went into this Prime Day looking at the state of the industry, looking at the slowdown post-COVID, and I assumed that only the brands that had massive discounts and deals would succeed. But I don't think that that was the case. We, We definitely had a few that didn't see an increase at all. But in general, I was really impressed. As an agency, I think we saw a 181% increase in ad sales and a 4% increase in conversion rate. And we had quite a few brands have million dollar days. So on the macro level, things were great. I'd say the same thing. Even if you weren't like one of those go-to electronic uh, giftable items on Prime Day, I mean, every kind of seller saw a little bit of a bump, I think. Um, traffic was a lot higher than we expected. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic day across the board, even without like you know, special one-off strategies for Prime Day. I think just carrying the basic um, strategies, especially around PPC and advertising, was was enough to see a nice lift. Completely agree. What um, are some of the ad types that you think really stood out? I mean, I have some data in front of me here, but um, seeing the lift on all these ad types, I definitely think, uh, you know, CPCs were up massively for, for all these ad types. What do you think was like the most effective? You know, for a lot of our larger brands, I think something that we focused on this year was a market share play. So rather than just maintaining bids, maintaining budgets and taking advantage of the traffic, some of our brands wanted to win placements 100% of the day. And for those brands, I think there was two big standouts, sponsored brands, as always, the most gorgeous ad at the top of the page, absolutely crushed it. From a click-through rate perspective, is the highest that we've seen and the highest out of all ad types. And it drove a lot of new to brand traffic. And then sponsored display as well um, did really, really well. Typically, we see sponsored display driving a limited amount of ad sales just due to inventory. But it really outperformed and drove a great conversion rate and really helped us take advantage of showing up on our competitors' PDPs. So I would say those two are tiny but mighty. Definitely. And using creatives on both of those with custom images or even videos on sponsor brands was, was crucial on Prime Day to show people you know, your product in action, um, the lifestyle around it. It's really engaging for shoppers and definitely helped performance on Prime Day with conversion rate. A hundred percent. Looking over at CPCs, I mentioned that earlier, we definitely saw a massive lift up over 100% on CPCs. However, ROAS and ACOS not affected as much as that, you know, maybe a slight couple points up on ACOS. But, you know, despite the CPCs conversion rate and click through rate held to, to allow performance to, you know, not drastically deteriorate. I could not agree more. I have two very tiny call outs to that. I would say we work in a few of the most competitive categories on Amazon. Um, tech and supplements. 
And this drove our average cost per click on Prime Day across all of our brands, $6 million of spend to be $2.16, which is pretty high. I mean, I've looked at, you know, PacView CPC reports, Perpetua, everyone's released awesome data. And I'm sitting here like, wow, our average cost per clicks are not fun. And I think the most drastic instance I saw was on the 12th, I believe we had a $49 average CPC in one of our campaigns. Now, again, for those listening in, that was a market share play where it's a billboard. We're trying to get impressions, but dang, that is expensive inventory. Yeah. Your metric on that kind of uh, target is not, you know, ROAS. It's definitely <laughs> top of search impression share or um, impressions. Definitely. A hundred percent. Different goals and different strategies for sure. With that being said, um, some of the strategies, I'm not sure what you tried specifically for Prime Day. Some of the things that I tried leading up to Prime Day um, that some people might be interested in is some sponsored display for top of search or top of funnel, excuse me, um, audiences. Get gathering those audiences that haven't seen your brand, haven't seen your product, um, and getting them aware of it leading up to Prime Day as people are building carts. So um, in-market targeting um, definitely was a big play. Not sure how that performed for you um, if you tried that. Um, But in-market sponsored display was something that we tried. Um, I didn't see too much success with it. However, I can attribute maybe people added to cart and purchased later on, right? The attribution is so um, short for that that we don't know really if, if that helped with uh, driving new to brand customers per se. But I can say that those didn't drive sales in the lead up phase, like sponsored brand and sponsored products did. But if you made any kind of push to, to build an audience prior to Prime Day, I think that definitely helped. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That was such a big discussion in that the lead up to Prime Day is historically some of the worst performance we see because people know about Prime Day. Our customers know that Prime Day is an associated holiday where they are going to get a discount. So no one purchases their regular products the week before Prime Day. They're adding to cart and they're waiting to see if they get any deals or discounts. Some people reactively decide to pause their ads. Conversion rate's terrible. CPCs are starting to increase. Let's pause my ads. But what they're missing out on is exactly what you said. It's the opportunity to move up the funnel and build awareness so that way when Prime Day hits people are adding to cart. So I think across the board for the brands that need to focus on awareness and that care about moving up the funnel, that's exactly what we utilize that time for. Now for the brands that are strictly profitability focused, this isn't a great strategy for you. I want to put a caveat there that you probably don't have the money and it doesn't make sense from a taco's perspective to invest in this. So Bid management, budget optimization, maybe pulling back the week before probably worked best. Yeah, leaving some gas in the tank for Prime Day <laughs> is, is critical if you can't make that budget work for pre-Prime Day. But that note about prior to Prime Day, kind of that performance drop we saw, um, yeah, it was interesting. Almost every category that we that we work with um, and work within saw impressions stable, but um orders and conversion rates drop the week prior to Prime Day, which is super interesting. So if you're hearing this out there, you're not the only one. We all saw that. Yes. And I would also say that we saw it pretty drastically after Prime Day as well. There's been some different theories in the space that maybe it was due to shipping windows. Maybe it was due to, my personal opinion is shopping hangover. But the two to three days after Prime Day were not fantastic. Now, as a month analysis, we are still trending higher with Prime Day than without, even with our terrible post and pre-Prime Day performance. But 
I think that was an interesting shift was that customers knew what they wanted and they purchased a ton and they didn't need to purchase afterwards. So that's also something to account for when you're readjusting your strategy and allocating budgets. Expect conversion to suck after Prime Day. Yes. Don't think that you uh, are leaving impressions on the table. I think just traffic in general is maybe a little bit down um, if shoppers are a little you know, exhausted from deals in Prime Day. So um, yeah, definitely seeing the same thing over here. One thing you can do is make sure you have a very, very strong display DSP remarketing presence because you have all of these people that maybe viewed your listing on Prime Day, but decided not to purchase for one reason or another. Maybe they purchased your competitor's product. In that case, don't target them. But for everyone who viewed your listing and decided not to move forward because maybe they'd already spent way too much money, this is an opportunity to keep them in your funnel. So maybe start retargeting seven to 14 days after Prime Day. So that's a, that's a strategy, I think, for any tentpole event, for any holiday. I would love to hear your opinion, Justin, because I know we're doing that quite a bit with some of our higher price products. But making sure you have a solid remarketing strategy, that's going to make that, you know, aggressive top of search play a little bit more efficient. Yeah, I think DSP is a great uh, recommendation for after Prime Day if you, you know, fits into your strategy. Um, even with some of the products that we're running on DSP, even without the the significant deal and discount that they had on Prime Day, we're seeing amazing results continue afterwards through the end of July and as we get into August now. So um, I definitely think it's a good time for, for customers to see your product again. Uh, maybe they visited your detail page, even added to cart possibly on Prime Day and just decided not to purchase. Um, I think it's like five times or seven times a person has to see your brand and your product before they actually decide to purchase. So this this might be the last impression they see before they decide to purchase. That is such a fantastic call out. I, I would say that's kind of one of the education pieces I'm super passionate about is we run a lot of search ads. And with that, brands tend to think that the moment their ad is clicked on, someone's purchasing their product. And that's not necessarily the case. I mean, even as a customer, you know how much window shopping I do strictly because I see 28 different ads directly below the product I'm looking at. People look around, they click around and they may not one purchase at the point of click and two may not be the first time they've actually viewed your listing. They're very interested in window shopping. Absolutely. I'm one of those customers as well. I might, you know, click on it five, 10 times before I decide to purchase. Um, so don't think that, you know, you lost a click, you lost a customer. They might be back. Yeah. Wow. Um, what are, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that is, that is the sentence that needs to be the title. Just because you lost a click does not mean you lost a customer. <laughs> I love that. Well, what other strategies possibly did we see really influence Prime Day? You know, aside from if you were even running deals, if you were running the basic PPC strategies, strategies. But what were some of the other um, kind of, I guess, checklist items we could call them that um, were needed to have a successful Prime Day? Yeah, I would say one of the things that we talked about as an agency is making sure we are going to our brands and helping them define what their goals were for Prime Day. So if your brand was concerned with market share and expansion, here's the strategies they need to focus on. If your brands are profitability focused, here's what we need to do. So I'd say like the biggest recommendation I had for success was knowing what that was. Because if you don't know what it is, you're going to be really disappointed when you leave Prime Day and nothing happened. But beyond that, I think the things that I was really impressed with and I thought were super cool was the exposure that Amazon Lives receive every single year. I know they're incredibly expensive and 
historically, it's really hard to figure out what's going to work well and what's not going to work well, but lives are super cool. And then anyone utilizing external influencers to drive traffic to Amazon. I think that was one of the coolest things we saw is just the lift of impressions we got from people who utilized influencers incredibly well. Yeah, using external traffic is a massive way to help your Prime Day performance. I mean, if you have an audience off platform from your own website, maybe an email list, um, getting those people to go to your your detail page on Amazon on Prime Day is massive. So um, using external influencers, like you said, um, amazing, along with any kind of external ads like Facebook ads, YouTube ads, I think that all helped um, the brands that did them perform, you know, even above the bar um, for, for the average on Prime Day. Out of curiosity, Justin, I know you come from a private label background, which brings a much wider scope of experience than I've ever played with. Did you use attribution at all when you were on the brand side? Definitely. We ran Google ads and we used the Amazon attribution links to to run our Google ads. So we knew um, the attribution behind the, that spend and that click. What are your thoughts on how attribution was when you're running it in the direction it's going as a whole? I think it was a lot clunkier back when I did it. I mean, we made it work, but it was a lot clunkier then. I think it's getting a lot easier now. You know, there's tons of good content out there from from Amazon themselves and just YouTube in general, right? Um, so there's lots of good avenues to educate on how to build those attribution links. And I think it's getting better um, as well as providers in the space that, that offer those kinds of services of, yeah. you know, attributing social media um, campaigns or off platform, off Amazon platform yeah. campaigns to Amazon sales. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll probably have to do a whole podcast on that in itself in the future, but my, my vision and what I'm excited about for next year and just the direction Amazon's going and, the direction a lot of brands have been able to adopt is you have five different avenues of traffic all driving to the same source. Let's figure out what the cost for every single platform is. Let's figure out what the conversion rate and then the CPA is. So that way, when we're looking at a big event, we know we're driving traffic and we have a million dollars in budget. Do I give 20% to TikTok or 40% to Amazon? Having the data to tell that story, I think, is what's really going to take brand building and retail media in itself to the next level. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's easy to set aside the money for a TikTok campaign, but you know the next question is going to be, well, what was the performance? Yes. Everyone's talking about how good campaigns are doing over there, but, but what's the performance behind those? And Amazon Attribution Links a- helps answer that question. Yeah. Wow. That's an exciting topic for later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save that for a future episode. <laughs> Well, Destiny, based on all the strategies that we've talked about, all the the pre-lead-in phase and the uh, post-phase with remarketing, um, what are some final kind of takeaways people can can walk away with for possibly a fall prime day? (laughs) Fall prime day. I would say this has been one of the most fun rumored events that everyone is talking about and asking about. As if we weren't already stressed about, about Cyber 5 and Turkey 5 and Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we're going to throw a whole new event in there. So if I am making recommendations for all of those strategies, I would say, you know, number one, define and understand your goals and make make sure every decision you make on the Amazon advertising side correlates with your top line goals. That is incredibly important. Starting from there, you can then start to break down, hey, Do my strategies need to be more profitability focused or more scalability focused? Um, If it's profitability, that's when bid management, placement modifiers, pausing keywords, and budget distribution are all going to play a really big role. On the flip side, if you're more scalability focused, you can get really strategic with 
ad types. You can get really strategic with your placements. You can start rolling in the impression share and some of the new betas that we're seeing that are making off-platform inventory a lot more exciting. And then you can bring it down into the really, really tiny things. Do all my ASINs have coverage here, here, and here? How does this relate to my tacos and my sales goals? And for all of that, I've actually built out a pre-prime day checklist that I think is a really big opportunity. And Justin can talk a little bit more about what that looks like. Yes, we have a prime day for that long list uh, and more of items that you should probably be doing um, in your own business for the next fall prime day. But we have those in the show notes for you guys to go download, go check those out and get prepared for the next fall event. I will say, as everyone knows, generalizations are easy in Amazon advertising, but at the end of the day, you have to make adjustments specifically for your brand. So if there's anything we didn't cover or anything you have questions about, always feel free to reach out to Justin and I, follow us on LinkedIn, ask away, and we'll try to give you the best tips and recommendations specifically for your brand, not just for a podcast listener. Yes, we're at the start of a very long journey here. So if there's anything specific that everyone would love to hear about um, or hear Destiny's expertise on and myself, um, let us know and we'd love to cover it for you guys. So other than that, I think we're good and uh, everybody have a great rest of your day. Thank you all. Thank you so much to everybody supporting us as we get started out with the show. We have endless content we want to bring you all on PPC and advertising, as well as talking directly to brands and sellers. So if you'd like to make that happen, the best way you can support is to follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and share this podcast with your friends, your family, Amazon sellers, anyone and everyone. So with that, I'll say cheers and see everyone next time.